we are back for another episode of Never Too Late. I am your host, Debbie Wright. Today, I just want to talk about a few different things, just things that have been on my mind lately, plus plus acting. I want to talk about acting, since that's kind of the reason I started this podcast, was because it kind of goes along with my acting. And so I just want to tell you all a little bit how I got into it. What happened was we had just moved to the town that we live in and they were filming a movie and everybody was talking about this movie that was filming in town and I thought, well, that sounds really interesting and so I wanted to learn more about it and I discovered that you could be an extra in a movie. Well, it was too late to be an extra in that movie so I just started watching because there are a lot of movies that get made in the area I live in. So I started watching and another movie came up and they were looking for extras. And I thought, perfect. This is it. I'm going to apply to be an extra in this movie. So I got applied for my husband, Tom and I, and we were both chosen to be extras. Now I had never been on a movie set. And if you have never been either, you will be amazed at what happens behind the scenes how many people there actually are on set behind the scenes making all this magic happen i i was i was just amazed we uh we were extras in a funeral scene so it was actually at a cemetery but the interesting thing was with all the headstones and everything around us, the actual, they brought in some headstones that were props that were actually made of styrofoam, which we discovered when one of the crew just picked one up and moved it to where they needed it to be. So that was kind of interesting. And then just, yeah, just all the camera work and everything going on behind the scenes. And after that, I thought, this is something that is really cool. I want to find out more about this. I want to get more into this and and just, you know, see what it's all about. See if I can do it. It was just so intriguing to me. So I started doing some more research and I found an acting class. And the first time I went to acting class, my husband went with me and yes, we were we were terrible. Everybody thinks Oh, I can act. No, unless you are one of the fortunate few, you can't just go in and act. It does take training. So we went to acting class and I I still thought it was fun, even though I knew I was terrible at it. And you, the other actors in the class are so welcoming and so nice. And uh that acting class I went to was not cutthroat. There weren't people that were out just for themselves and, you know, trying to put you down. They were all very helpful and very nice. So that was, that was a good introduction. So I kept going back week after week and I would get better and I would work with some of the actors in that class that were absolutely phenomenal, that brought out more in me. And I got an agent to represent me. Things were just starting to get going. Well, first of all, they say it takes five to 10 years before you can actually become a 
good working actor. Not good working actor, but, well, yeah, good, but also a working actor that works a lot. I have been working on that, and I've done a commercial, a couple of TV shows, did some more background work, one which was a phenomenal set I was on for for five days. That was, that was an awesome job to work on. So I did all that, and I was just getting going right before COVID hit, and everything got shut down. And I felt like, you know, I had just done a good commercial and a fun TV show, and then COVID hit, and everything stopped. And so I thought, what am I going to do now? Well, I have this phenomenal acting tribe. We call each other our tribe. There are five of us. And well, there were four and they were nice enough to let me join their tribe. We support each other like you wouldn't believe. And you know what? I'm, I'm just going to call, I'm just going to give them all a shout out because they are awesome. We have one guy in the group I kind of feel like we're maybe sort of his harem because <laughs> he's the one guy in the group. But that is Brad Knapp. He is a phenomenal actor and he has he he is getting going. You guys need to be on the watch out for Brad Knapp. And we also have Vanessa Padla. Vanessa is also an act. Well, they're all awesome actress. I guess I don't need to call them out one at a time. They're all awesome actors. Vanessa Padla she she is my wise one she is my encouraging one she always encourages me when i'm feeling down and whatnot and we have venus davis um oh yeah i said i'm not gonna stare at the all phenomenal actors so okay and we have venus davis who is also very encouraging and we have lisa van amberg another one who is just in the group and just oh they're just all so encouraging and we lift each other up. We cheer each other on. We don't, nobody backstabs anybody. We're just tremendous cheerleaders for each other. Okay, I forgot for a minute where I was going with that. Yeah, uh, COVID. So during COVID, we would get together and have Zoom sessions and we would practice over Zoom. We would partner up and we would have a, a little Zoom session every week and so we could practice. In that time, I also discovered an online Zoom class with a coach from the LA area. I originally saw a post in an Alabama acting group that I'm in that she was doing a, a Saturday session, uh, a Saturday intensive class session. And I thought, okay, well, here we go. I want to do this. Let's try it. So I did her Saturday intensive class session and it was intensive. But she is an amazing coach. So I needed to find out more. And I did. And since almost the beginning of COVID, March of 2000, when did that start? 2020? March of 2020. So gosh, almost a year and a half now I have been working with her. Her name is Amy Linden. Like I said, she's out of the LA area. She does Zoom classes Y'all need to, if you are interested at all in learning how to get your technique down, you need to check her out. It's called the Linden Technique. Look it up on Google. Google it. 
when I first started with her, I was basically a newbie. I really did not know much at all. Each week I have continued to get better. And then, and then at one point, it's just like everything just clicked. Everything fell into place and it's like, wow, this is what it really feels like. You can feel it. You can feel it when you get it. When you do a scene well, you can feel it. I know that sounds strange to say, but that's the way it is. You just, you just feel it. And even working with her in class, she, she is a tough coach. She will kick you out and not mean like kick you out. You're done for the day. No, she kicks you out and you have to go work on it some more, come back later. And then she will let you go at it again. And hopefully you've done better, but if not, she will stop you right in the middle and say, no, stop. Think about it. What, what are you, what are you doing? What are you saying? What are you feeling? What do you really mean here? And, and, and that's where I go back to, you know, like, you'll do it once and she'll say, no, think about it. Do it like this. And so I'll do it differently. I'm like, yes, I felt it. I get it. She is amazing to work with. Like I said, she, she is tough. She is tough. She might yell at you. She might swear at you, but that's okay. Do you really want a coach that's just going to say, oh, yes, that was great. Thank you so much. Keep doing that. Move on. No, you want a coach who's going to say, okay, that sucked. You know, it sucked. Try again. You can do better. And it's true. You can, you can always do better. I mean, I've been with her a year and a half, but I'm still learning. The confidence that I have gained has been amazing. You know, I'm going to have Amy on as a guest in my podcast one of these days coming up in the next few weeks. I have, she, she doesn't know that yet, but she's going to be my guest on the podcast. It's just the confidence that you've gained. Um, I, when I started, I used what I called my schmacting voice, my acting voice. It was in a higher register. I don't even know how to describe it. it. It wasn't my normal voice. You know, and Amy taught me, you have to speak from, from your, from your gut, I guess, you know, don't sound fake. That That's the thing with acting is not sounding fake, which I definitely was. You know, this has kind of ruined watching TV shows and movies for me because now, oh man, I can, I can point out terrible acting like like that I'm not saying that I'm a great actress I mean I can point out my own terrible acting too but if somebody is not acting well on a tv show or a movie I will point it out and I'll say oh man they are not very good which you know like I said it it kind of it kind of ruins it for me but you know not because I guess I'm kind of proud of myself, really, that I can point it out now, or I don't know. Like I said, acting involves a lot more than people think it does. I see people when casting directors put out casting calls, and they're looking for a speaking role, and this person who's never done it says, I can speak. Mm, No, really, you probably can't without some training. I hate to tell you. 
you have to get training. You just have to. You have to know how to speak, how to make it seem real and natural and what they call grounded. When I first started, they would always say, no, you have to be more grounded. Well, I didn't even know what grounded meant. But for those of you new, my definition of being grounded is just sounding real, sounding natural, sounding like yourself. That's what grounded is to me. So I didn't mean for this to uh, turn into an acting lesson because I am by no means someone who can teach acting, but I just wanted y'all to know what is really involved with acting. And then there's, of course, the auditions. I have had some auditions where I had to go be in the room, called being in the room, do it in person in front of people. But nowadays, everything is going more to doing your auditioning at home, putting yourself on tape and sending it in. So to do a good job of that and to make it look really good, you need to have a good background, you need to have lighting, you need to have a good camera, and you need to have a reader, which there's another story, a reader, my husband, bless his heart, (laughs) there's a Southern saying, is my reader. And sometimes that goes well, and sometimes it does not. He tries to coach me sometimes, especially in the beginning. He tried to coach me. I'm like, you cannot coach me. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what it entails. And so, yeah, we've had, let's say, some fun moments there when he's trying to tell me how to do it. But we are getting with a better understanding. And uh, to be honest, I am very grateful I have him to read for me and that he is agreeable to doing it because without that, I don't know what I would do. I would have to have somebody read for me over Zoom, which is not the best scenario. If if you have to do it that way, that works, but it's not the best scenario. A live reader in the room with you is best. I got, I got a little sidetracked there. Auditions. So you submit yourself for a role or your agent submits you for a role. And you don't just get an audition just because you submitted yourself. No, the casting director then goes through all the submissions and says, okay, I would like that person to audition. I would like that person to audition. They choose you to audition. So just getting an audition, there's a win right there. You beat out however many people just to get that audition. All right, so you do your audition. You send in the best take you possibly could do. You, you figure out your character or how you think that, how they should sound. So you send in your audition. Okay, then the casting director gets all these auditions. And then they go through and they pick maybe five people. Five people for a callback. Who they want to see read it again or are asked to do it a different way. So out of the thousands of people who submit for a project, maybe five people get asked to come back and read again. And then out of those thousands, one person gets the role. So I am not a mathematician, but you can tell right from there what the odds are of actually getting a job after submitting for a role. It's a numbers game. 
And, and you might have done a great audition. You might have been phenomenal, but you might not have gotten the role because, oh, you're blonde. We wanted a brunette. You're too tall. You're too short. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too old. You're too young. You don't know. So don't be discouraged. I'm giving myself a pep talk here too. Don't be discouraged because you didn't get it. You might have done an awesome job. And one of those weird little quirky things might have knocked you out of the running. And you never know. You don't get feedback. You never know what the problem was. Although I will say, sometimes my agent, and I will give her a shout out here, Suzanne Maskin-Gill at Barefoot Models and Talent out of Mobile, Alabama. Sometimes if I got an audition through her, I will send in my tape and she will send it back to me and say, "Mm, you need to do this again because that was a little whatever. And I appreciate her for that. I do. We need people to be able to tell us, you know, yeah, you made a little mistake there. Try it again. I, I don't think people realize how tough, how competitive it really is. Speaking of competitive, there are some people, I am not going to name names in this. There are some people who maybe have gotten a little bit higher in their acting career, who are booking with a little bit more consistency. And some of these people I have noticed have become, I don't want to say divas necessarily. Well, yeah, maybe they're divas. I don't know. But now they seem like they feel like they are better than some of the rest of us. And let me tell you, some of the people in my acting tribe are better actors and are booking more than some of these people that I'm talking about. And they do not act like that. But there are these other people who think they're better than you and kind of look down on you. And it's like, do you not realize you came from the same place? Do you not realize you maybe aren't better than us? You've just been around a little bit longer, maybe. And do you not realize someday I may be better than you? And what happens What happens to you if at some point in time, I am responsible for whether you get a job or not? And I might look back and say, you treated me like shit. You were a jerk to me. And you think I want to help you get a job? No. So... No matter where you are in your career and your progression up the ladder, come on, don't treat people like that. Just don't. I made this demo reel and I asked an actor friend of mine to be in it with me. And we did this demo reel and it was short, like three minutes. But everybody said, what happens next? We want to know what happens. So we got together and we decided you know what? Let's tell them what happens. So my acting friend, Tom Gillen and I, we got together and started throwing around some ideas. And my husband, Tom was in on this too. He came up with some great ideas too. And we started discussing, okay, what does happen? Where, where would this 
go. And we all had our ideas and we threw them in there and decided, okay, fine, let's, let's write a script. And originally it was going to be a web series, but it turned into a half an hour short film. And the reason for that is just because of the way the scenes were written, there wasn't really cutoffs for a, a series of three to five minutes for each thing. So it turned into be a half an hour short film. I ended up being the writer um, with some input from Tom Gillen, but I did most of the writing. I did the producing. I found the actors, locations. This turned out to be quite the production. I learned so much working on this. I mean, permits, uh, having a child on set, the camera work, that not even though I didn't do the editing, I learned a lot about editing and and filming and taping and it was it was very educational. Just to know even though I saw some of the things that went on behind the scenes of being an actor, but knowing what actually went into production and all the work it took, let me tell you, I spent a lot of time on this. You can ask my husband. <laughs> he was glad when the project was done, he could have his wife back. It was a little crazy, but if you want to watch it, it is on YouTube. Search for Horseshoe Bend Short Film. Horseshoe, horseshoe, one word. Horseshoe Bend Short Film on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. So check that out, and uh, I'd appreciate you checking it out and seeing the phenomenal actors that we had in that, too. There was uh, 12 of us, I think, a cast of 12, and we had some great locations, and Great filming, great editing, and yeah, I would really love for you to check it out and leave a comment after you've watched it. You know, I think I was going to talk about more than acting here, but it seems like, gosh, it's been all about acting. I didn't realize I had that much to talk about, but it's that's what it's turned into. So let's change the subject. Let's go to what's on the news. You know, I used to be kind of a news junkie. I always wanted to know what was going on. But now, oh, I hate turning on the news. I hate that everything is us against them, them against us. You know, I'm not going to go into details of what I'm talking about. You all know what I'm talking about anyway. And I'm not going to tell you which direction I lean. But I just hate that everything these days is you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this. You're doing it wrong. I'm doing it right. I hate how divided our country has become. I just, man, I don't even know how to put into words what I'm feeling. I just want everybody to love each other again and, and not be against each other and be so angry at each other because you don't feel the same way somebody else does. Just, just try to get along. Just try to understand what the other person is thinking, feeling. Try and see their point of view. I mean, I see both sides. Yeah, I have my own convictions, but I see both sides. I understand both sides. 
if everybody could try and do that and, and not and stop with the name calling and the blaming just yeah can we just stop that please and another thing I've been noticing a lot lately so we moved into a new house gosh about four months ago now but people I've discovered don't follow through they don't they say I will be at your house and you know what they never show up they never call you never hear from them again what has happened to the work ethic in America you know it's I maybe people are just too busy and so they think you know I I don't have to care because I've got enough jobs I don't need you I don't know but like okay we have a pool now and it's a saltwater pool I didn't know how to take care of a saltwater pool so I thought well I'm just going to call somebody and have them come and take care of it okay so I called people one was too far away I get that I won't hold that against them other ones just did not ever reply to my phone calls one said okay sure we will be there tomorrow afternoon you know that was months ago I never heard from them again and that's the same thing with we needed some windows replaced in our house the same thing happened I called all these window places and they never replied back or one came out and gave us to look at our windows and measure our windows but they have never called back and given us an estimate that was months ago months ago and then finally like last week somebody called and said oh did you want us to come check your windows and I would say we called you three months ago and you're just now returning your phone call no we found somebody else now thank you it's like what is up with that and where are all the workers you know we have all these places that can't have normal hours anymore because there's nobody to work where is everybody where'd they go everybody can't be just sitting home can they maybe I don't know where is everybody but I guess back to my point is you need to follow through so maybe you are too busy maybe you do have too many clients and you don't need don't need can't handle another client right now but you could at least call back and say so because at some point what happens if you do need more clients if you do need more business you do need more customers and I'm not gonna call you I'm gonna say uh, you blew me off before I'm gonna find somebody else so you know you still it goes back to the same thing you still have to treat people how you want to be treated so I know I've rambled on a bit and I really wasn't going to make the whole podcast about acting but I guess I had more to say than I thought I had to say but I just want to make people understand you know people say to me so what have you been in are you in anything lately blah 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 and like I said before it's not that simple it's not that simple everybody thinks they can be an actor like I did but I am training and I'm trying to do it the right way I do have some ideas of what I'm going to do for some upcoming podcasts and some people that I want to interview 
But if you have ideas for me, what would you like me to talk about? Would you like to be on my podcast? Would you like me to interview you? Let me know. I'm up for anything. This this is about anything because my motto is it's never too late to follow your dreams. So if you have a dream to be on a podcast, hey, contact me. Let's put you on the podcast. Let me know what you want to talk about. So today it's back to my original motto. It's never too late to follow your dreams. Now, I'm not one of those people who thought I have wanted to be an actress since I was a little girl. That wasn't true because I was so shy. It was ridiculous. You never would have seen me get up in front of people, but I have changed in my life. And now I have decided acting is my dream and it's never too late to follow your dream. So here I am doing my best to try and follow it, doing everything I can to do what I need to do. Acting coaches, headshots, an agent, working on it. Even my social media, this podcast, it, it's like a business. Acting is a business. You have to get yourself out there. You can't just sit back and wait for it to come to you. So follow your dream. It's never too late. Thanks for listening. Until next time.